You're listening to the Fitness Matters Podcast with Paula B, and this is episode number 54, The First Step. Well, hello, hello, my friends, and welcome to December, you guys. You guys, this is... This is kind of a big deal. This has been this has been an entire year. And I thought about this actually a couple of episodes ago when I did episode number 52 and even last week with 53. But this week with 54, this is truly an entire year of the Fitness Matters podcast. Last year, I took the month of November off to kind of do some rejiggering from the Let's Run podcast and came back stronger than ever with the Fitness Matters podcast. And I am so excited here at the beginning of December to celebrate, well, an anniversary, a birthday, a milestone. I don't even know. I don't even know what you want to call it. I just was really excited to think that it's been a year of me standing in my closet and talking to you about the Fitness Matters that matter to you because they all matter. And today, today I have a very special episode for us. We're talking about the first step on your your fitness mindset journey. And you would think that this would have been the kind of episode that I would have done, you know, let's say a year ago. I know, I know. But here's the thing that's so interesting about thought work is that even, even no matter where you jump into it, there will always feel like there's work ahead of you and work behind you that maybe you could have done and work around you. There, There is a first step, and, and I'm going to talk about it today, but it's not like this has to be the very first thing that you do. And I know that that doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but here's what I'm going to tell you. I've been doing this thought work for years now, and this particular thing that we're talking about today actually just occurred to me within the past, I'm going to say six months. So you can get a lot of work done. You can make a ton of progress and then you will come back around to something very simple and basic and it will have a whole new meaning for you. This is something that I have thought about numerous times, but every time I look at it again and sort of peel back another layer of the onion, I realize just how important this first step is. And so without further ado, let me just tell you what the first step is. The first step is recognizing your thoughts. And I know that I tell you this all the time and we talk about it basically every single episode of the Fitness Matters podcast, we talk about, okay, so here's what you're going to do. You're going to listen for your thoughts and then you're going to hear them and then you're going to be able to like do what you want with them and to manipulate them and then think about how you want to feel and then practice your new thought and blah, 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 blah. And I know that I make that all sound very easy and I, and it is sometimes, but also, but also not. And that's what we're uncovering today is that sometimes Sometimes it's actually kind of difficult to recognize your thoughts for what they are. And here's why. It's because we simply think they're true. We are mistaking our thoughts, our opinions, for facts all the time. This is what I want you to take away from today's episode. I'm not even going to make you like listen all the way through. Here's what I want you to know. In fact, just so you know, today's episode is going to be kind of short because this is such a very simple, basic concept. And here's what I want you to take away from it. All of your thoughts are thoughts. (laughs) All of them. We, We so often are looking for 
especially, uh, let me, let me not say we, I, when I first started on this journey, I was looking for what I will call big thoughts. I was looking for epiphanies. I was looking for things that explained everything about me. Oh my gosh, the reason I call myself stupid is because of that time when I was five and I did this thing and my dad said this thing and then, you know, my, my brother and my sister laughed or whatever. Like I, I came to this thought work expecting big revelations, expecting to make deep connections between something I'm doing now and something from a long time ago. And, and it's never, no, it's not never like that. It's rarely like that. If that is all you are looking for as your, your thought, you're going to feel kind of disappointed, frankly. And and this is what I think happens to lots of us when we are journaling or when we are just going about our lives. We're looking for this big thing that isn't where the problem really lies. The problem is not your big thoughts. It's not your big epiphanies. It's not your, your overarching, oh my gosh, I've done this in so many different ways throughout my life. Nope. It's the little tiny thing you think once in a while. Recognizing that everything you think is a thought. There are very, very, very few facts in the world. Just so you know, this is, this is something that constantly sort of surprises me that we feel like so many things are factual. And we understand that some of the things that we are thinking maybe aren't like 100% factual, but we believe them. They're probably true. They're true-ish. I could convince a lot of people that, that this is true for me. But true for you is not a fact. True for you, you could rename true for you right this minute because you believe it. And that means it's an opinion. Now, I have a couple of examples, and I just want to be really clear. I tried to keep these as generic as possible, but I, I really did literally go on Facebook this morning and scrolled through some of the comments and some of the, the posts and just different things that, that y'all say very, very casually as though as though these are facts. And so if you hear something that you have said before, I'm not calling you out. I'm simply pointing out to you and to all of us that we all do this thing where we think we are stating a fact and it is an opinion, a thought. For example, I have bad knees. I can't get motivated. I'm failing with self-control. I'm having a problem with consistency. I didn't sleep well last week. Stress is hitting me really hard right now. Now, some of those you might been might have been like, oh, okay, well, yeah, that's definitely an opinion. And some of those you might have been like, well, what do you mean? Of course it's a fact. I didn't sleep well last week. Obviously, I mean, I have the data to, pack it up, to back it up. I, I didn't sleep well. But here's what I'm going to tell you about the way that these particular thoughts are phrased, they all contain opinion language. And therein lies the difference between a fact and an opinion. If you were to say, last night I slept four hours and 53 minutes, that 
might be. I don't know how much you slept last night. I was slightly more than that, thank goodness. But that would be, if it were true, a fact. That would be something that you could presumably look up on your Fitbit or your Garmin on the app that tracks your sleep and or maybe you took a note of what time you went to bed and what time you got up this morning and you know you could you could legitimately prove that you were asleep for whatever it was that I just said I've already forgotten <laughs> 4 hours and 50 something minutes whatever it was however you could not prove that you didn't sleep well even if it was fitful, even if you were awake every 20 minutes, even if you actually were in bed for nine hours, but you know several hours of those were lying awake, the opinion is that you didn't sleep well. And yes, there are ways that you could come at this where you could say, no, here's how I can prove it. I feel very tired. I'm having trouble concentrating, etc. That still doesn't make it a fact. The fact is the number of hours that you were asleep. The fact is that you were in bed for X amount of time. There are facts about this situation. Absolutely. I'm not trying to tell you, when I tell you that something is a thought, I'm not saying that you're making it up. I'm not saying it's not partially true or true-ish or the, the situation didn't happen. What I'm saying is that you have an opinion about what exactly happened. And that opinion causes your feelings. The four hours and whatever it was I said, I'm going to go with four hours and 52 because that's what I have in my head now. And that may or may not have been what I said either of the other times. The fact of the four hours and 52 minutes of sleep does not do anything at all in your life. Well, okay. Okay, about sleep really specifically, there might be some physical repercussions. However, what I'm telling you about your thought about the sleep (laughs) is that it's going to cause your feeling about how you slept. When you say to yourself, I didn't sleep well, I'm going to guess that you feel frustrated. That's a, that's a pretty common thing to feel when you don't sleep well, which I'm just going to super clarify really quickly that that is different from feeling tired. We use the word feeling to mean a couple of different things. The sensation, the physical sensation of being tired is different from feeling the emotion of frustration. Your, your lack of sleep may cause physical sensations in your body because, because that is something really specific. I should have used a better example for this one, for the thought versus fact thing. But but here we are. We're in it. This is happening. <laughs> but the feelings, the emotions that you have about the thought that you are having about the amount of sleep that you have is very different from the physical sensations. And that thought, that, that or rather that feeling of being frustrated can lead to certain kinds of actions, being kind of short with people, being sort of standoffish, being angry at, at work, having a difficulty making good decisions. Now, some of those might be related physically, but lots of them are related emotionally because of the thought that you had about the quality of your sleep. When you say something like, 
I have bad knees or I can't get motivated. I, I feel like I feel like the bad knees, you probably took more as a fact. I can't get motivated. I know that you understand that that one's more of a thought. Like there are some things that we think that feel more thoughty, (laughs) some things that we think that feel more facty. The thing is though, that when you are thinking this to yourself, it all feels very factual, all of it. And that's why the first step is to simply notice that everything you're saying to yourself is a thought. When you understand that thoughts are not facts, that thoughts are changeable, that thoughts lead to feelings, that thoughts are really the root of everything that we get out of our lives. Because your thoughts cause your feelings, your feelings drive your actions, and your actions produce results When you realize that every single thought you're having is leading you towards some kind of result, it'll make you a lot more aware of what's going on with your thoughts. When you think, I didn't sleep well, it causes feelings, which then drive actions, and those actions will produce results. The sleep in and of itself did things physically for you, helped repair your cells, helped recuperate from exercise, etc. I don't actually know what all you might get from sleep, and that's something that would really be worthy looking up. I know that sleep is really good for us, but other than the repair and recovery, I'm sure there's something else too, and I'm going to make a little mental note for myself on that one. In any event, you get something physically out of sleeping, but the result that you create in your life from thinking that you didn't sleep well is far more significant than the physical results that you may or may not get from the specific amount of sleep that you got. Your thought is bringing you results. And some of those results are physical. And therefore, we think in our minds, oh, what's happening in my life is because I didn't sleep well. But what's happening in your life is because of the thought, I didn't sleep well. Not because of the sleep itself. This is true for all of your thoughts. We, we all, every single one of us, feel that the results that we are getting are because of things. Things happen and then, and then we get results. Things happen and then we have a thought about them. When you recognize that everything you're thinking is a thought here's what'll happen. And I'm getting ahead of myself because I don't actually want to move on to the second step. I will have other podcasts in the future. In fact, again, so many of the podcasts we've talked about exactly how to, how to get better thoughts and how to change. In fact, I'm going to, I'm going to point you in the direction of the how to change podcast because that really does give you the next steps. But it is so important and so critical to understand this first step that I don't really want you to move past it until 
it's crystal clear. All of your thoughts are thoughts, meaning that they're opinions, meaning that they are things that are creating results in your life. When you really, really, really soak that in, it will help you move on to the next step. And I'll just tell you very briefly, very briefly, we're not going to discuss it, very briefly, that the next step is just being curious. Being curious. Not why do I think this? Where have I found this other places in my life? Is this a pattern that has been going on since I was three? No, just curious. Why would I think that? And what do I really mean? Here's something that happened to me yesterday. And it's part of why I, I, it's funny how things happen in my lives. I know you guys tell me all the time, oh my gosh, Paula, this podcast was so perfectly timed. Something just happened and I needed to hear this. Well, I have been planning this podcast for literally weeks. This has been on my, on my list for quite some time. And yet yesterday, what happened to me was I had this thought about, I want to grow my YouTube channel. I mean, you guys have heard me talk about this, about wanting a million subscribers. And I know, I know why. I mean, it's simply to prove that I can. I mean, honestly, it's, it's a goal in, and this is a whole other topic and we will talk about goals. In fact, coming up really soon, we're going to talk more about goals because it's the beginning of the year and goals and blah, blah, blah. But anyways, my goal is to grow, to grow the channel. And my husband was kind of asking me, you know, well, why? Because I'm, I'm having, this is a much longer conversation than I meant to have about this, but I'm having some, some growth pains right now, which is a thought, by the way, and I recognize it as such. I'm thinking that this is painful to grow because I'm having painful thoughts. Anyways, I'm having some growth pains and I am telling myself that I'm having some growth pains because I'm trying to decide exactly how much I want to grow and in what way and what that means. Because in my mind, I have it in my head that I only want to grow the channel for people who will truly be helped by it. That I don't want to grow the channel with a million subscribers who don't get my message who just want to burn calories or who just want to tone up their arms with arm workouts or, or just like whatever. Like, and so I, I've been thinking about, about what kind of workouts I can put out and what kind of content I can put out. And, and there is in my mind, sort of a, sort of a gap between what's popular and what I actually want to create. And so I'm struggling against that. Do I want to be popular at all costs? Like is my goal of having a million subscribers the goal and I need to get there no matter what? Or is there some sort of some sort of qualification for it? And so this thought, I want a million subscribers, has some questions behind it. And and that really was a very long story to come back to what I'm going to tell you about the thoughts that you have. When you say, I can't get motivated, recognize that as a thought. That is not a fact in your life. It is a thought that you are having. And then be curious. What do I even think motivation is? What do I think motivation feels like? What do I want from motivation that it can't get from something else. When you start to ask yourself what you're really saying, 
I didn't sleep well. Well, what does well mean? Why does that matter? What am I making that a problem for? What, what do I think I would feel like if I slept well? And that was my air quotes for the word well. When you recognize your thoughts as thoughts, it can help you be really curious about what you even mean by it. So often we have these thoughts with the thought language, bad knees, motivated, failing, problem, sleeping well, stress, and in fact in that sentence, hitting me hard. What does that mean? When you, when you recognize a thought as a thought instead of a fact, you can start pulling out all of the pieces, the individual words, and quantify them. Make them mean something that you can then move forward with. There are facts in your thoughts, and when you can separate out the factual information from the thought information, you'll realize that the thought part of your thoughts is what is getting new results. I know I've gotten ahead of myself. I told you I wasn't going to talk about that very much, and yet I totally did. <laughs> so that was the first step and part of the second step. You guys, you guys, I am going to leave it at this. I want, I want you to do some homework. I really do. I want you to write down anything you want to about something that is going on in your life and take every single sentence apart and recognize every single one of them as thoughts. When you, when you truly a hundred percent recognize that all of your thoughts are thoughts, it can really change the direction of where you're going from them. It can really change how you see what's going on in your life. You are having thoughts about what's going on in your life. And of course, I want to hear them. My friends, you know, I would love it if you share because I always love it when you share. Tell me some of your thoughts. <laughs> I really do hope that this was helpful for you today. Thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you again soon. So are you totally loving this mindset work and you really want to do it like, you know, every day in order to get your goal? Then my friend, you need to join the Get Your Goal group. It is my personal and private, very interactive coaching and accountability group where every day we talk about your mindset and we get your goal. You can learn all about it at paulabfitness.com slash get dash your dash goal. I'll see you in the goal group.